The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. While Jesus was going through a field of grain on a Sabbath, his disciples were picking the heads of grain, rubbing them in their hands and eating them. Some Pharisees said, Why are you doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? Jesus said to them in reply, Have you not read what David did when he and those who were with him were hungry? How he went into the house of God, took the bread of offering, which only the priest could lawfully eat, ate of it, and shared it with his companions? Then he said to them, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Reflecting on the first reading today from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians, reminding us that we have already been restored back to the grace, to the fullness of God's grace in the very person of Christ who redeemed us. We were once alienated, and God has reconciled us in the flesh through the body of Christ through his death. As I was reflecting on this last night, on the readings that we have this morning, the, the first reading really caught my attention. I know the gospel is important, but I stayed for quite a while on the first reading today, asking myself deep within my heart, what are those things that still alienate me from the fullness of God's grace? Because I am hostile because I am hostile to the full reception of the infusion of God's love in my heart. You know, what separates you from the love of God? And to realize that for us to be restored back to the fullness of God's grace, to be heirs once again of the kingdom of heaven, God did not, God did not just send and an intermediary, a middle person, a bridge to make that happen. God gave his very son, Jesus Christ, in order, for that, in order for that to be restored. To truly reflect on that, you know, it, in the end, whatever we do less to value that redemptive act of God, that restoration, is really a mockery of who God is. God, in human terms, is so desperate to be with us. And this just boggles my mind because as God, He doesn't need any of us. He doesn't need me. He's complete by Himself. He can take care of Himself. You know, he does not need any of us. But because he is a God of love, he can only also realize the fullness of his essence 
by being with us. Hopefully, at this point in our life, we realize, I should say, the lack of a better word, you know, the desperation of God to be with you. You know, normally, when we think of desperation, it's a negative thing. <laughs> but God has a unique set of eyes for each and every one of us. Yes, He looks at us equally, but when He looks at us individually, He has a unique set of eyes for each and every one of us. The Pharisees and the scribe, their rigidity, their reliance on the letter of the law rather than on the spirit of the law, it was the one that alienated them from the love of God. It was not God who alienated himself from them, but rather because of their attitude towards God, they alienated themselves from God. This is what happened when we find ourselves in a pattern of sin. Inasmuch as God wants us to flourish in His love, God cannot make us do it. <laughs> because one of the underlying principles of human relationship and the divine relationship is the free will. Inasmuch as God wants you to be with Him, inasmuch as God wants us to be in heaven, we have to make the choice. We have to make that choice. And we cannot be at the same time in, the light, in light and in darkness. <laughs> you know how I wish sometimes that's possible. <laughs> I want to do my own little thing, but at the same time, I want to be assured that I am still in the sphere of God's grace. I wish I can do that. But it doesn't work that way. We look at the Blessed Mother, whom we honor today, as the model of docility to God's will. I've mentioned this so many times that when she became the mother of our Savior, you know, there was no, like, agenda given to her and say, okay, you need to follow this. She has also to discern God's will in her life, and she did it with faithfulness. Reminding us also the words, the powerful words of St. Teresa of Calcutta. God does not expect us to be perfect, but to be faithful. And in our faithfulness, we will reach perfection. <laughs>